I'm Brett Chang. And I'm Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, November 4th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, Jay, I'm going to start this off with something really controversial. Do you want to hear it? Yes. So a survey found that 73% of Canadians are into pineapple and pizza. What are your thoughts? Well, first, I am firmly pro-pizza, so let me just get that on the record. But strangely, I don't have strong feelings about pineapple on pizza, so I guess I could be part of the 73%. My stronger dislike, and this is not really up for debate, green peppers on pizza absolutely should be banned. Well, I think the debate is actually between fruit on pizza versus vegetables on pizza. And I've never heard of anyone who didn't want green peppers on pizza. I've heard of people who don't like onions on pizzas or don't like mushrooms on pizzas. Green peppers, that's like a real unique uh, unique taste of yours. That's why you've never been invited to dinner at the Rosenthal's. Yeah, because all you eat is pizza. But that's a, big, that's a, a bigger of, problem. We do eat a lot of pizza and none of it, absolutely none of it, has green peppers on it. I, anyways, I, like, I, I think that's like a bad take. But whatever, everyone's entitled. Look, it's a free country. That's the great thing about Canada. You can have whatever you want in your pizza. Apparently, you can have whatever you want on your pizza. Brett, aside from pizza and pineapple, what do we have for Peak Pals today? Well, for our first story, Float gets Float. For our second story, Compass has found its next mining hub. And for our last story, Maine hates Massachusetts. For our first story, Toronto-based Float raised $37 million from investors, including Tiger Global. Brett, you are a big fan of Float. Tell the Peak Pals what Float is all about. Well, I'm a big fan of Float, but I'm also a big fan of journalism. And so a quick disclosure here, this isn't an ad. I I did work with the CEO, Rob Kazam, when I was at Uber, and the Peak also uses Float. But really what Float is, and the reason why we like it so much, is that it's a platform that provides corporate cards to small and medium-sized businesses without personal guarantees. On top of that, they provide software that's like an expense management platform, and it makes it really easy to issue cards, track expenses, and set limits. Float's funding now comes to a total of $43.5 million, most of which they raised in just four months. And they were able to raise this money mostly because of how quickly they've grown. They began by processing around $10,000 a month in March, and now they're processing over a million dollars in transactions a week. So Brett, aside from being a huge fanboy, why should Peak Pals care about Float? Well, there's a couple of things that are pretty interesting. You know, one, it's just a really exciting Canadian tech company. The second thing is that it was in Tiger Global that led the round, and they're one of the biggest venture capital funds in the world. So it's pretty interesting to see them just start focus on Canadian companies. And the last thing that's kind of interesting is the model. Their model isn't particularly new. There's a number of companies that are doing this really well in the U.S. They've just kind of taken it to Canada and are doing it really, really well here. For our second story, crypto mining company Compass is launching a plant in Ontario. Jay, what's up with Compass? Well, we should take a step back and look at cryptocurrency mining at large. After China banned cryptocurrency mining, companies have been scouring the world for new locations to base their operations, and reliable and relatively inexpensive energy is certainly what attracts them. And Compass has chosen Canada. The company already has operations in Manitoba, Quebec, and Alberta, and now they're opening up in Ontario. The only provinces that matter. And you might be wondering why Canada, well, we've got a pretty good electricity grid It's mixed up between affordable and clean hydropower and nuclear. So it's actually a pretty good option for the electricity hungry miners. Jay, why should Peak Pals care about what Compass is building here? Well, because this could unlock a new industry for Canada. It's becoming increasingly possible that Canada, with our clean and cheap electricity, could become a crypto mining hub and bring the jobs and dollars with it.
For our last story, voters in Maine have rejected a proposal for a new power corridor, which would carry Quebec hydroelectricity to the rest of New England. Brett, tell the people what's happening in the state besides the fact that I am from New England. Hydro-Quebec is the public utility that supplies well power to Quebec. And in partnership with Central Maine Power Utility in New England, they both had plans to build energy infrastructure into Maine so that Hydro-Quebec could more easily export their abundant, primarily hydroelectric power into the Northeast. Opponents of the project called New England Clean Energy Connect, which was a bit hypocritically funded by U.S. oil and gas interests, gathered enough signatures to hold a referendum on the new power lines. And Jay, one of the main complaints of voters in Maine, that the project would primarily benefit your home state, Massachusetts. Yeah, Brett, that doesn't surprise me at all. When asked about the project, the premier of Quebec, Francois Legault, said that Hydro-Quebec still expected the plan to go ahead and they were looking at alternative options to export their electricity. So, Brett, why should people else care about what voters in Maine actually think? Well, first of all, it's kind of interesting how much Maine voters don't like Quebec electricity. Jay, you were telling me that you saw signs up there years ago about this. Yes, they, they did not love it. Yeah. So, and the other thing that's kind of interesting is that Hydro-Quebec has long had ambitions to become the primary clean energy provider in the Northeast U.S. And that's because there's just a ton of hydroelectricity in Quebec. It's like the water capital of the world. And so far, they've done pretty well. A few months ago, the authority signed a multi-year deal to supply electricity to the one common enemy of both Massachusetts and Maine, New York City. And while the failed referendum in Maine is a bit of a speed bump, it's unlikely to slow Hydro-Quebec down as they continue to pursue plans to expand into the U.S., And now you know all about the regionalism in the Northeast of the U.S. And I hate it. I'm so happy I live here, Jay. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast in your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale, and thank you, Brett. And Brett, anytime you want to take a tour of Maine, Massachusetts, anytime in the Northeast, we will do a great road trip. And go Patriots, right? Yes, as long as you don't put pineapple on your pizza in Massachusetts, you'll be fine. (laughs) Have a good day, Brett.